Blog Talk Radio. Once again, the 1 p.m. hour on Saturday. Today is March the 9th, and we are grateful to God to be here in the land of the living. And as you know, I am your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and you are listening to, and for the next few minutes, we'll be listening to Global Gospel. We thank God for another day. It is because 
of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions, they fail not. The Bible says they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And I thank God today for a faithful God, for a merciful God, for a loving God, uh, for a God that woke us up this morning in time and not eternity and gave us another day and another opportunity to get it right. Uh, we encourage you to uh, tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to tune in to us. We are on Facebook. We are in, on Instagram, on Twitter. You can check the link and you can click on, they can click on the link and go directly to the show at www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. And so we encourage all of you uh, to log on. Uh, we thank God for all of our listeners, wherever you may be today, in the continental United States, the north, the south, the east, the west, those that are listening in Jamaica, West Indians, Wendy's, West Indies, those that are in Turks and Caicos, those that are in Kenya, those that are in Australia, those that are in India, those that are in Norway, uh, those that are in Canada, and all the other places uh, that you are listening from. We thank God for you, for you, and for you. Uh, we, uh, we are grateful to God that uh, you continue to support. Uh, we pray that something is said each week to bless your life or the life of others. If you need to contact us, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331, Hempstead, New York, 11550. You can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. And we are looking to hear from you. Uh, so many people tell me, oh, I listened uh, last week or I listened the week before. Um, please just stop by our page on social media and leave us a comment, uh, leave us a shout out, just say hello, I'm listening. Uh, and also, if you'd like to call in later, uh, we will open up the line for you. Uh, you can call into our studio while we are live on air at 619-924-0800. And I am going to share with you our theme scripture here. As you know, or if you are listening for the first time, our theme scripture comes from 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel we hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, have shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. So we are here at Global Gospel just to give you the gospel of Jesus Christ, to give you the good news, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. The gospel heals, it delivers, it saves, it sets free. It encourages you. It lifts the downhearted. It heals the brokenhearted. The gospel is comprehensive. Whatever you need it to do, it will do for you. If you have a financial problem, the, the word of God lets us know that the earth of the Lord's is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and they that dwell therein. The gospel lets us know that the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Uh, so just in case you have a, a uh, a problem and you think well you know God doesn't uh, deal with finances well yes God is a God of finance as well as a God that heals uh, that medical conditions he heals mental conditions he heals physical conditions he heals spiritual uh, conditions God 
does it all. So we encourage you to just study God's word um, and then let the word get inside of you. Don't just read it, but read it and internalize it um, because God's word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Uh, the Bible says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. God even told the prophet to eat the word. And certainly, if you eat the word, it will nourish you. So we thank God for God's word because it cannot and it will not fail. Heaven and earth would have to pass away, uh, but God's word will never fail. His promises are yea and amen. God is not a man that he should lie, neither is he the son of man that he should repent. If God said it, it will come to pass. If you're 10 years old or if you're, if you're years old, if God said it, it will come to pass because God does not operate in our time. Time is for our benefit, but God is the God of eternity. He operates in eternity and we have to hold on to the promises of God. So I thank you uh, again for listening. We do have a message um, prepared for you. Uh, we are going to uh, take a break, and uh, we will be back with uh, a message. The song uh, simply says, hold on, and we want you to hold on. Hold on to your faith. Hold on to your testimony. Hold on to God's word. Hold on to what you know that is true. Hold on to what you know that is right because the enemy is trying to take everything from us. But certainly we have to hold on to what we have. God bless you. Stay tuned. We do not own the rights to any of the music that we play on this afternoon. God bless you. We'll be back.
false group hold on and this and as I listen to that song this just dropped in my spirit James the book of James tells us to count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience but let patience have a perfect work that you may be perfect and entire wanting nothing so we have to hold on and you know just build our patience no matter what we're going through knowing that God can and he will work it out for his good and for his glory and we should know that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory of God that shall be revealed in us on this afternoon I would like to consider a uh, passage of scripture from the book of St. John uh, and the 8th chapter and I am going to read verses 1 through 12 and briefly expound upon that. Uh, the title of our uh, show this afternoon, No Comet. So just keep that in mind. No Comet. No Comet. St. John chapter 8, verse 1 through 12 is, I will be reading. And it reads like this. Jesus went into the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning he came again into the temple. And all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught them. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? This they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground, as though he heard them not. But when he continued asking him, when they continued, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which heard it being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one, beginning at the eldest even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Then Jesus again unto them, saying, Speak. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Gracious, eternal God, our Father, we thank you on this afternoon for the opportunity to read thy word, just to study your word, because your words are spirit and they are life. So I ask you now, God, that you sanctify your word, for your word is truth, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart acceptable unto you in Jesus name we pray amen no comment um, every believer uh, when we leave our places of worship or when we leave our homes and uh, maybe in our homes when we receive phone calls and we encounter people if people know that we are a believer if that we profess Christ or if that if we are a preacher of gospel uh, people will uh, seek out your opinion on various situations. And sometimes they will ask you questions because they already know the answer and they want to see what you are going to say. Then there are other times that people merely ask questions out of uh, innocence or out of their lack of knowledge, or they ask questions because they have uh, confidence in the answer that you will give them based on what's going on. But um, 
recently there has been uh, several events that have taken place in uh, world news or in our neighborhoods and, and in our communities. And they involve some very controversial issues, some very disturbing issues, um, issues such as abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, rape, molestation, um, you name it. It has uh, drugs, alcohol. It has been in the news and it continues to be in the news. And it is an enduring issue. And people have uh, asked, approached me, well, did you watch a documentary on this person? Did you watch the documentary on that person? Did you see the news about this person or that person? And I'm not going to call names because we all know who's in the news and what they are in the news for. Um, But I am very careful, as the title suggests, no comment, we have to be very careful how we respond to situations because what the world has done is they have taken people hour or moment of their life and they have commentated on it. And not only have they commentated on it, they have made entertainment of other people's folly and their misfortune and their sin and their shame. And we should never take glory in someone else's uh, shortcoming and their downfall or their sin. Now, we do not condone sin because the Bible lets us know that all unrighteousness is sin. So sin is still going to be sin. And I say it all the time growing up that people ask, they had a, you know, a saying in church that I really haven't heard in a long time, but they let us know that whatever is going on, sin is the blame for it all. And uh, the Bible lets us know that we are born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Now, we not do not all practice uh, to commit sins, but our Adamic nature, uh, the fact that we were uh, our descendants of Adam and Eve and Adam and Eve uh, sinned and fell out of grace with God and got kicked out of the garden, that makes us sinful. And since that day, uh, we have never been in the same relationship with God, which is why Christ had to uh, come to die for our sins. Um, But, you know, people want to know an answer about what's going on in other people's lives. But we have to come to a place in life where we should pray for others as they go through whatever they are going through. In the scripture that I read on this afternoon, we find a woman that was caught in the very act of adultery, which leads us to if we use our imagination and we all know what adultery is and to be caught in the very act, if we use our imagination, we wonder just how, and if we could make it very colorful, how is someone caught in the very act? That means that someone else was somewhere they probably should not have been. And it may sound funny, but the truth of the matter, if you are seeing somebody doing something that they shouldn't be doing something, why are you watching? And so we know that this woman was Jesus. And the crowd wanted a response from him. And the response they got was not really the response what they were looking for because they let Jesus know that, well, according to the law, this woman should be stoned. And the Jewish uh, way of uh, capital punishment or stoning, they would uh, take a person and they'd be thrown off a scaffold about 10 or 12 feet high. And if then the person still didn't die, they would commence with every man or whoever was in the crowd throwing a stone at the person until they were dead. So not that uh, adultery wasn't bad enough, but now they moved on 
to committing a murder because someone else committed adultery. So, you know, we go from one sin to another sin, and they try to justify the murder based on the other act. And, you know, in the news uh, with the recent events that, you know, the people that we have seen involved in issues, uh, the issues have come up of adultery. Uh, and people ask us questions. The, the, the issue has come up of premarital sex. The issue has come up with homosexuals and lesbians. And they're all controversial issues, but they're issues that we have to deal with on a daily basis. And the job of the believer is when these issues come before us, that we can't always jump at the opportunity to condemn someone, but we should take a God approach. And what Jesus did is he didn't give the response that the crowd wanted, but the Bible let us know that he began to write and he said that he that is without sin, let them cast the first stone. So apparently in that crowd, this woman, to make a long story short, she was never stoned. Not on that day, not in that crowd, not when she was caught in the very act, her or the man that the text does not mention. And if you check out this particular passage of scripture, you will find that because this topic is so controversial and many translations when the Bible was written, this particular passage was written out of the Bible. At one point, this uh, Bible passage was not even permitted to be read in a worship experience just because it caused that much of a problem because uh, the world wants to throw stones at everybody and condemn everybody. But we should look to the scriptures to see what the scripture has to say. First of all, Nicodemus came to Jesus by night. And he wanted to know how could we be born again. And uh, in the interest of time, John 3 and 16, which is a very familiar passage of scripture, follows uh, the encounter that Nicodemus had with Jesus about being born again. John 3, 16 through 21 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he have not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, and that his deeds may be made manifested that they are wrought in God. And so while we as a believer and, and uphold the Christian faith, we have to take a stand against sin. We have to take a stand against unrighteousness. And, the, and the, we do know that we have to observe the laws of the land. We know that the law is for the lawless, and we have to obey them that have rule over us. And we have to, we have to be uh, citizens in this world here. But as a believer, what is our task when approached with all these issues? Well, the Bible says, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. We have to be who God says be. We have to be that light shining in darkness. We have to stand. We can't do as the world. We can't live as the world. We can't act as the world. But when we are approaching these settings, we have to let the accusers know that they are in no uh, better place than the people that they are accusing. When you encounter scribes and Pharisees and people that think they have it all together, perhaps there's something in their life that is missing. Perhaps they have a sin problem as well, but because they are not caught in their sin, they feel like they have an opportunity to condemn someone else in their 
sin. What does Romans 8, uh, Romans 8, uh, chapter 1, I'm sorry, Romans chapter 8, verse 1 through 5. What does it say about condemnation? There is therefore now no condemnation to them that which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. So we have to walk after the spirit. How do you walk after the spirit? First of all, you have to have the spirit of God in you because God is a, the spirit of truth. The Holy, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is the truth. And so the Bible says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So the truth will free you. It will free uh, your body, your mind, your soul, and your spirit. Um, we have this issue between uh, condemnation and uh, conviction. And by definition, um, conviction is making one conscious of his own guilt. And so what Christ did when he began to write in the ground, he uh, conviction the scripture lets us know that conviction set in the hearts of those that are around accusing this adulterous woman. And it is my prayer that everyone, instead of commentating on everything and everybody's life and, and making money off of commentating of, off of other people's sin, it is my, uh, my opinion that we should find conviction in our own hearts. We should find, uh, we should work out our own soul salvation with fear and trembling uh, as these men men did don't stop looking at everybody else look at yourself stop trying to tear everybody else down to build yourself up as these scribes and pharisees were doing they had the they they had the letter they had the law they understood the law they read the law they studied the law they told everybody the law but they did not have the spirit of god within them they did not have the Holy Ghost on the inside to keep them from doing what that woman was doing. And certainly you cannot live this life on your own. You cannot live this life without the Spirit of God. And many times we commentate on situations out of ignorance. Uh, we commentate on it out of self-righteousness. We commentate just because we have a right, to, we feel like we have a right uh, to commentate. And yes, there are times in life when we should comment on situations. We have to uh, speak speak truth to the situation. We have to speak life to the situation. We have to let people know when they're wrong because the Bible says there is a way which seemeth a right unto man, but the end, the wages of sin is still death, but the gift of God is eternal life. But what we have to do is we have to preach repentance to, to everyone that is around us. How can they hear without a preacher? How can they preach? Unless he be sent. And it's not up to the, the just to preacher, so so, reverend, elder, evangelist, minister, but those that are believers in God's word, those that uh, profess salvation, those of us that have been born again, it is our obligation to let people know, yes, you are in error. And this is what the scripture says about your situation. This is not what I said because we all have opinions. And what I say and how I feel might be how I feel. I might feel differently on tomorrow, but God's word does not change. I may have felt differently yesterday, but God's word does not change. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. God cannot and he will not change. He's an all-knowing God. He's an all-seeing God. He's an all-powerful God. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. The Bible says that the eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding the good and the evil. God saw this woman and this man or whoever when they were in their 
situation. And Jesus had a right. He could have said what he wanted to say. He could have said, well, the law says kill her. But then he would not have uh, been displaying uh, the purpose which he came for. He would have just had them upholding the law, but they would not have been upholding God's word. Let us look at um, a scripture. I just want to share a few more scriptures. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 56. What does it say to us? It says, the sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brother, be steadfast, unmovable, about, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the law. The strength of sin is the law. And the law is sending people to jail. It sends people to jail, whether they're innocent or whether they're guilty. It sends people to the electric chair. It sends people to uh, lethal injections. These are things that the Lord does. Times is innocent people. But I thank God that we serve a God that is greater than any law. First John uh, chapter 5, verse uh, 17 says to us, all unrighteousness is sin, and there is a sin not unto death. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one toucheth him not. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. And we know that the Son of God is come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even his son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. So what is the word of God saying to us in First uh, John? It's simply saying to us again that Christ has come. And that is my message on this afternoon, that Christ came into the situation with this woman that was caught in the act. It came into the accused and it came, Christ came to the accused and to the accuser. He came to those people that are guilty. And what he did, he came to set you free. He came to let you know that, listen, I'm here. I'm coming. I, I live and I died and my blood was shed for your sins that you might have a right to the tree of life. All we have to do is confess our faults. And, and repent of our sins. The Bible says a broken and a contrite heart he will not despise. So on this afternoon, I encourage you to, as we listen to what's going on in the world, let's comment less, let's pray more, let's give people the word of God, what the word of God says about the situation. Yes, if these people are guilty of rape, if they're guilty of murder, if they're uh, guilty of uh, Whatever they have done or wrong, yes, it should be according to the law. They should be punished. But we also, while this person is being punished, we have to preach repentance. We have to preach salvation. We have to preach forgiveness. Because this is why there are so many churches uh, and, and believers out there, we have prison ministry to let people know that, yes, this is not the end. We have to let the victims in this situation that know that listen god has a purpose and plan for your life the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us eyes have not seen ears have not heard neither has it entered into the heart of men what god has in store for us and the bible says that we are seated in heavenly places because of christ jesus you don't have to die and go to heaven to receive the reward of the Lord, but you can receive uh, your reward down here on earth while you live. The Bible says, so as long as the earth shall remain, there will be a seed time and a harvest. And certainly we should look for a great harvest in this life. And we should all remember that we are recipients 
of God's grace and his mercy. How do you receive his uh, grace and mercy? We just confess with our our mouth and believe in our heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. And certainly that's how we can have a right to the tree of life. He told Nicodemus, marvel not, you must be born again. So I thank you on today. No comment. Just pray about it. Seek God about it before you give an answer because you may give the wrong answer. You may not have all the facts. And many times people are in situations we don't know why they're in that situation. We don't know who put them in the situation. So we have to be careful. And sometimes people are, are, you know, things become generational. You know, everybody was not afforded the opportunity to grow up in a Christian home. And it, it becomes an endless cycle, endless cycle of, of sin, an endless cycle of poverty, an endless cycle of corruption. Because no one has uh, shown them the way. But certainly it is our job and our duty to show others uh, God's purpose, his plan for their life. And, you know, just give people the scripture, give them the word of God, because God is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all righteousness. We are kept by God's grace. You kept by the grace of God. Let me see you clap those hands. Oh, clap those hands. Ooh, clap those hands. If you kept by the grace of God, let me see you clap those hands. Number is 619 924 We have about a few more minutes left on the air. God bless you.
the jam. <laughs> In the back, clap your hands. In the front, clap your hands. In the back, just clap your hands. In the front, clap your hands. We are kept by the grace of God. I want to share a fact with our listeners. There was an English preacher uh, by the name of John Bradford uh, who preached the gospel, and he actually, his fate was he was at he was burned at stake uh, by Bloody Mary, the queen, at that time. Uh, but he is uh, it's suggested that he coined the phrase um, one day as he saw some prisoners going to uh, the gallows to be hanged or, uh, for their criminal acts. He said the statement, there go I, but for the grace of God. So we have to remember that it is because of God's grace and his mercy that we don't have the same fate as others. Listen, we all know some dirt on somebody. And uh, certainly people do have skeletons in their closet. So well, we can't go around digging up old things or even new things just to try to uh, attack someone's character or their integrity. Because uh, basically somebody could do something to you or uh someone else as well so just remember that there go i but for the grace of god that's a fact and you can look up john bradford and he had a very short life but um you know sometimes the gospel and he lived in a time when preaching the gospel was very controversial uh and when he was proclaiming the truth and people will kill you about the truth uh so we uh as in the text that we read on this afternoon they were actually uh, the reason they caught the uh, brought the woman to Jesus is because they wanted to catch Jesus in a problem, so they could say that he was not upholding uh, the law. But certainly he flipped it on them, and they say when you dig one ditch, you better dig two. But you know, I'm not saying that. But you know, sometimes you have to be uh, careful uh, when you try to take somebody else out. You might end up taking yourself out. Uh, once again, you are listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. We encourage you to just listen every week. All of our shows are archived. That means you can listen anytime, day or night, on your way to work, on your way to school, on your way home, on your way to church, uh, at during your devotion time and your downtime. Uh, just listen and, you know, you can share it. Share the message with somebody else. You can text it to them. You can share the link. Um, that is the beauty of technology, that uh, we can all be connected in ways that are not traditional ways, but um, it's still God's word will not return unto him void, and it will do what it was set out to accomplish. And, and the amazing thing about God's word is that it is alive. You can hear it over and over again, and every time you will hear something different. And I just love to listen to this, give him glory. And certainly, I do give God glory, honor, and praise, for he's worthy to be praised because God is just awesome. His word is awesome. His words are spirit, and they are life. So log on www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. Tell your friends to log on. Y'all don't mind if there's a worship
God's going to get the glory out of this Marvin Williams. Uh, so we thank God for that. We thank God once again for all our listeners. We have come to the close of our hour here. Uh, our message this afternoon, we talked about uh, St. John chapter 8, verse 1 through 12. Our title was No Comment. And certainly as we go through the week, hopefully something that was said in that uh, particular passage of Scripture as we expounded on the Word of God that will uh, help us walk in true conviction and make us aware of our own guilt and make us repent and uh, not walk in uh, condemnation because there is therefore now no condemnation uh, to those that are in Christ Jesus, which walk not after the flesh. And we thank God for the gospel because the gospel is there to change our life. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your loving kindness. Lord, we thank you for your tender mercy. We thank you for your saving grace. We thank you, God, that you're all-powerful, that you're all-knowing, that you're all-wise, God. We thank you that you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think. We know, God, that you are touched by the feeling of our infirmities. We know that by your stripes, we are healed, and we stand on your word because it cannot and it will not fail, God. We thank you for every listener, wherever they may be on today, God. Meet their need right now. You said to cast our cares on you because you care for, for us, God. We thank you if they're in financial need, God, work it out. If there's a housing situation, God, work it out. If there's sickness in their body, in their mind, in their soul, in their spirit, God, restore them to full health, God, because you said that we should prosper and be in health even as our soul shall prosper. And we know that you're able, God, that you're able to do all things because, and we thank you, God, most of all for sending your son, Jesus. We thank you, God, that we might have a right to the tree of life, that we don't have to uh, go home and commit suicide. We don't have to uh, take a bottle of pills. We don't have to take a gun to our head or to anyone else's head because you came that we have might have life and have it more abundantly. And your words are spirit and life. And so we speak life on this afternoon to every dead person, to every situation that is dead. We speak life, God, because you are life. You are truth. You are a healer. You are a deliverer. You are our everything. And, God, we ask these things in the name of your son, Jesus. This is our prayer. We thank you and we praise you in advance, knowing that it is so, because you said that no good thing would you withhold from us if we walk upright. We know that the prayers of the righteous availeth much. We thank you and we praise you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the precious Holy Ghost, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Tune in to Global Gospel next week from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Oh, that's the reason I say that Jesus is the answer for the world today.
that you think you cannot fly. I know your skies are dark. You think the sun won't die. In case you don't know, but the word of God is true. And everything he promised, he would do it for you. That's the reason I say. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.